I'm very excited we're doing an old radio show because I, I listen to them to relax and they crack me up usually. I know. I love them. They're and it's so, so fu- funny. It, yeah, it's so <laughs> funny because they were probably so, like, taken so seriously back then, you know? like Absolutely. And, like, the intro of the Hermit's Cave or the Witch's what is that the witch's oh, tale yeah. just <laughs> oh and then the wind blowing and like somebody meowing me like meow say hello satan <laughs> it's my 103rd birthday satan oh my god i love it i love the hermit's cave cuz he sounds like a prospector again <laughs> and we get to fulfill our under the pendulum request that everyone's been wanting being fully artists guys oh i know yeah we've been we've been talking about it for episodes yeah all right actually gonna get your cow tongue and lemon out here we go (laughs) and you know what we're not these overly confident professionals um yeah we're gonna be just doing them on the fucking fly impromptu (laughs) nice so it might be be horrible it might be like pretty good i don't know so uh welcome to under the pendulum i got you (laughs) hey that's my job (laughs) sorry (laughs) well you might as well finish it i'm heather weber here as always with chris weber yep hey how's it going and from los angeles caitlin weber oh hi and our guest today emily zebold it's it's so good to be from everyday lies <laughs> podcast Yay. you've you've heard you've all heard her a few times on the show she's like one of our best guests we always love having her she's always very thoughtful she has a drama background um oh, so she has been she was kind of the can I, you say you have a drama background if you did drama in high school is that what that yeah is? yeah like, yeah, like you sure. studied it a little right like, like oh i loved it she's one of those thespians yeah <laughs> i am can attest you did the thespian thing? Thespian, yeah. Did you do the whole, like, hell week? Hell week? No. What do you mean? There's, like, went as an initiation to get into the thespians, I thought there was some sort of a... Oh, no. i sorry. Sorry about that. I know I didn't join the society. Um, one of our teachers was, though, and I feel like... I don't know, I guess he could give too bad of a hazing in class. I'm not sure I'd sign up for, you know, something with a waiver with that guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, for this episode, we're doing something a little different and something very impromptu. We basically titled this episode Tipsy Table Read. So what we're going to be doing and, you know, stay with this audience. Hopefully everything turns out we are doing this all on the fly with just very little practice. We are going to basically read a script from an old 1930s uh, radio drama, um, and it's a horror drama. Lights Out. It is from the show Lights Out um, from 1938, and the episode is called Murder Castle, and it's basically based on there the goes. crimes right. of H.H. H. Holmes. Say it right. Moida Castle. Moida Castle. I'm so Moida sorry. Moida Castle. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Don't forget to grab your Ovaltine. <laughs> ionized yeast that's exactly you know wow what ionized yeast drugist, and you asked for tonight ionized yeast <laughs> i wish we had practiced the ionized yeast commercial that's okay okay that's for, for, ionized well, yeast maybe we can put that in a clip in the end yeah maybe we'll add it as a little bonus uh clip but uh there is a 
ionized yeast commercial in the very middle of the um of the episode, I guess, the radio show, and it's well, it talks about the many health benefits of iodized yeast. Okay. So I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, okay. I'm going to make up my early own, scam. A 1930s yeah, yeah. commercial real quick. Okay, so <laughs> Are your children full of shit? Well, <laughs> Don't forget to grab Baby's First Enema. That's Baby's First Enema from Goodman's or any other grocer near you. Well, you know, all my babies just have different sizes of anus. Is it a uh, fits all anus kind of product? You know it. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, that is just amazing. That's now fun. hop on down. <laughs> that was perfect. Bravo. Thank you. Uh, that, was, that was a very good impromptu. Uh... Thanks. <laughs> Man, you guys would have survived the Great Depression. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. I don't want to be that chick in that photo that's got, like, kids crawling around her and she's just, like, looking off, like, gauntly. Oh, I know oh, that photo. Yes, from yeah. the Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Dust Bowl, yes. <sighs> well, I, I guess... The glimmer so... of the future has been removed from her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hope of the future generations. Of... I mean, somebody in our in our history survived it. Because mm-hmm. we're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, um, this episode is based on a, uh, basically based on H. H. Holmes. It's about a old a man who has a murder castle, and he lures in young women um, with the prospect of a good job. He you know either hires them as a secretary, a nurse, a housekeeper, um, has them transfer all of their money into one of his bank accounts, um, and he kind of snakes his way through um, with some bullshit explanations. And, uh, yeah, and then he kills them in various ways. Um, and then there is a bit of revenge at the end from the one of the sisters of one of the victims. <laughs> Should we introduce the cast? Yes, we'll introduce the cast. I just wanted to give everybody kind of, like, a brief idea of, like, what it's about. Because um, I'm not sure how the Foley stuff's going to go. We're, we're going to fucking really try here. <laughs> so, the cast. Stuart, the old serial killer, H.H. Holmes, will be played by me. Ella, girl of about 20, young and shy, is going to be played by Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Helen, woman in her 30s, housekeeper, very slight Scandinavian accent, but Em's going to do her own twist Hello. on that. She may be or may not have an unfortunate rash okay, on sorry. her backside, but, you know. <laughs> That's right, Katie. How did you know? <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Should I say Helen, three-pack-a-day smoker? I'm in my 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Early 30s. <laughs> 29, I so, tell you. 29. <laughs> Betty is the sister of Ella, who is the first girl. Um, and she's about 23, and that will be played by Heather. She's a little older than me, but, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also a random policeman, which I'll just do. All right. Well, you guys ready to, to do this? Yeah. Let's get on the show on the road. <laughs> so should we read what's happening, too? Like like the... No. No? I think you're just going to get it? I don't think so. Okay. Because we could do it like how filmmakers pitch a movie. How are we going to do the gong? So this isn't a gong, but it should work. Lights out. Oh, Everybody. Nice. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we're trying. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enter policeman. I tell you, Captain, it don't make no sense. We picked her up walking down the street saying the same thing over and over again. She's as crazy as they come, I tell you. Listen to her yourself. Revenge. 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 Yeah, listen to her, Captain. Revenge. 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 Over and over again. Revenge. Such a young and pretty Revenge. girl. What could have made her crazy like that? Revenge. Revenge. What I ask you. Yes? Yes, what is it? I'm I'm looking for Mr. George Stewart, if you please. Oh, you mean about the advertisement? Yes, that's right. I got here as soon as I could. I, I... Oh, that's all right. That's all right. As long as you got here, that's all that matters. Come in, come in. Oh, thank you. Just put your suitcase down here. It'll be all right. Thank you. Now, if you'll come with me right this way. Thank you. Just step in here, Miss, um... Malone. Ella Malone. Yes, of course, Miss Malone. <laughs> now then, you'll have a chair, please. Th thank you. Ah, there we are. Now then, Miss Malone, um, to be perfectly frank with you, I wasn't quite expecting you today. Oh, I'm, I'm truly sorry, Mr. Stewart, but you see, I took the wrong train and I, I, I well, I had the hardest time finding the house. I, I do hope you'll forgive me. Oh, of course, of course. Don't give it another thought. Promptness may be a virtue, <laughs> but we all can't be virtuous now, can we? Ah, now then, you're here in answer to my advertisement. Oh, excuse me. Yes, sir. You wrote me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. You're the flatulent one. Um, You're the young lady from, um... Cranesville. Ah, yes, Cranesville. Uh, that was Iowa, wasn't it? Oh, no, sir. Ohio. Oh, of course, of course. How stupid of me to forget. Yes, yes, I remember now. I wrote you a letter. Yes, yes, sir. Now then, you're the young lady who wanted a position as my, um, secretary. Wasn't that it? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I do appreciate the opportunity you're giving me, sir. Oh, not at all, not at all. Uh, you have my letter with you. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Right here, sir. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Orphan? Mm-hmm. Business school? Mm. Yes, yes. You'll do very nicely. I'll do my best, sir. Now then, um, your friends know you came here, of course. There's no one very much interested, Mr. Stewart. Oh, come now, a pretty young girl like you. No young bows and so on and so on. No, sir! There's no one. <laughs> I mean, sir... <laughs> You could depend on me to give my all of my attention to my work. Very commendable. Yeah, very commendable indeed. My work, as I wrote you, is entirely confidential. My philanthropies are to a great extent entirely subrosa. No fuss, no feathers. You understand what I mean? Oh, yes, sir. What did you call me? <laughs> as my secretary... <laughs> 
<laughs> As my secretary, my affairs will be entirely in your hands. My checking account, my finances, and so on and so on. Entirely in your care. I understand, sir. It's quite a responsibility, and you're quite a young woman. <laughs> and as I wrote you, the bank? Oh, yes, sir! I understand. The bond. I brought the money for it. Oh! Oh, oh you have. <laughs> yes, sir! $300. I've got it right here, sir. Fine, fine. That's very businesslike. Yes, indeed. I'll give you a receipt, and there will be. Mr. Stewart? Yes? Ah, uh, my pen. Yes, yes. Here we are. Um, my money. I will get it back from the bank anytime I leave your employ. I mean, when you want me to. Oh, of course, of course. Now then, here you are, received of Miss Nellie Malone. Uh, Ella. Ah, yes, of course, Ella. Memory isn't quite what it used to be. <laughs> That's why I need a good secretary. I'm very good at remembering things. Oh, are you? Uh, uh, now then, uh, uh, there we are. I guess this receipt is in good order. Received a Miss Ella Malone, $300 to be deposited with the Merchants Bank as surety bond and to be returned to said Ella Malone upon request. And there's my signature. Now then, how's that? I'm sure that I'll do very well, sir. And I want you to know I do appreciate you giving me the chance to do so. Now, now, I assure you, the honor is mine. Giving a youngster an opportunity to rise in the business world, it's a little enough to do. You're very kind. Now then, you've got my receipt, but I... Uh... Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. Not at all, not at all. My purse, I have it right here. I'm sorry. Well, I understand the excitement of your trip. Here it is, Mr. Stewart. You see, I had it all ready in an envelope. If you'll open it. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Bank can do that when I send it to them in the morning. But... My dear Miss Malone, if you say there's $300 in that envelope, that's all that's necessary as far as I'm concerned. Now just put your purse down there, and I'll show you through your new home. Yes, Mr. Stewart. Now, we'll go right upstairs. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. You'll find I have quite a place here. Three stories high and every inch of it my own design. It's rather dark. Go, careful. Oh, now careful. Oh, I'm all right. Mustn't hurt yourself. <laughs> Hardly the way to start a new job. Now then, here we are. Take you to your room, and there you'll be. My, my suitcase? No, no, never mind. Bring it up later. No hurry. Right down the hall. Yes, yes, sir. Got a nice room for you? Very nice. Fact of the matter is, you can choose any room on this floor. But, Mr. Stewart, your daughters. Daughters? Yes, won't they object? You said any room... Oh, yes, my daughters. I did write you about them, didn't I? Yes, you did. Well, never mind about them. They're upstairs studying. Now, right here. 
I suggest that you take this room, at least for tonight. Whatever you say, Mr. Stewart. Get the light on. There we are. Nice, isn't it? Yes, it, it's, it's very nice. Go on in. Look around. Well, I... Go right ahead. It's going to be your room for quite some time, you know. All right. Now then, go in further. It's going to be all yours after all. Make sure you like it. I've never had such a large room. If you've got a little bit of a smaller one. On the contrary, Miss Malone. You'll find this one small enough. Perhaps a little too small. <laughs> yes, indeed. Entirely too small. But Mrs. Stewart... Locking the door. Mr. Stewart, why did you? Mr. Stewart, why did you lock the door? Mr. Stewart! Mr. Stewart, why have you shut me in? Mr. Stewart, please, please answer me. Mr. Stewart, please let me out of here. Mr. Stewart, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. It's dark in here. The lights. Mr. Stewart! Yes, yes, Miss Nord. There's no doubt in my mind that you are the very person I want to employ as my housekeeper. I'm very glad to hear that, Mr. Stewart. <clears throat> of, of course, the matter of being my housekeeper is a, a place as large as mine calls for definite qualities. Oh, uh, I always do my best, sir. You understand, of course. Um, and, and, and no one, and one certainly can ask for more than that. No, indeed. Your wife? Maybe she'd like to meet me? Wife? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I wrote you about my wife, didn't I? Yes, sir. Uh, um, my wife is out shopping, and as soon as she returns, you'll meet her. And I'm sure she'll find your recommendations as satisfactory as I did. It makes me very happy, sir. I've always wanted to work in such a fine house. <coughs> um... <clears throat> About money. Oh, any salary you want to pay me, Mr. Stewart. is <laughs> all right. I just want a chance to show you how good I can do your work. <laughs> very commendable. Uh, y yes, indeed, very commendable. Uh, but we must agree on a salary. I'm, I'm the sort of man who has respect for money and expects a similar respect in others. Oh, yes. And speaking of money, you'll be wanting to open a new bank account, I suppose. Bank account? Yes, it's it's my principle that everyone employed by me should have a savings account. Builds character. <laughs> like, you'll need it. Um, I'll... <laughs> I'll open an account for you in the morning, and you can transfer any other bank accounts you have back in your hometown uh, up to my bank. Convenience, you know? Oh, no, sir. I haven't got that. Yeah? I haven't got any money in the bank back home. I took it all out. Oh. It <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sick>. wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> 
translation. It wasn't much money anyway. It was what's left of my father's insurance after my mother died. Uh, yes. Um, now, now then, uh, supposing you leave all your things here and, and we'll go look over the house. Oh, that will be very nice. Uh, here, right through this door. Oh, I'll be glad to be working in such a big house. Right this uh. way. Uh, ah, yes, yes, quite an establishment here. Designed it all myself. I'll work hard, Mr. Stewart. Yes, yes, I'm certain you will. Uh, and now then, uh, right down these stairs. I'll show you everything downstairs first. You have a washing machine? Uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, ev everything modern, everything convenient. High, wide basement. Uh, there you are. Now watch yourself. It's going to be a little dark down here this time of day. Oh, it's a big basement. All right. I could hang up plenty of washing down here. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, if, if you'll come right this way. You, you're building something down here? Building? Uh, uh, ah, yes, yes, indeed. Always building, always changing, always remodeling. Change, change, change. My hobby, <laughs> always changing things. Had to keep clean. Now, now, don't you worry yourself about that. Uh, everything will be cleaned up in short order. Bags of sand and concrete and a concrete mixer. Uh, everything will be out of the way. Won't bother you at all. <laughs> now, right this way. You're making more rooms? Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, with nice, clean concrete floors. Uh, here, look at this one. Uh, kind of dark. Come on, come on, get closer. All my work. <laughs> you see, the floor is still wet. Uh, I like concrete, don't you? Y yes, it's clean. Yes, covers everything. You know how deep that concrete is? Three feet deep. Yes, ma'am, three feet deep. And I just poured in an hour ago before you honored me with your presence. Uh, three feet! That'll make a mighty thick slab of stone, won't it, Miss Nord? Thick enough to cover you! <laughs> Jesus Christ, that voice. <laughs> yes, indeed. A fist to the point of the jaw, and it's still the most effective soporific. Ah, you're quite a heavy woman, my dear Miss Nord. Up you go! <sighs> Face down in the wet concrete. <laughs> what an unusual bed you lie in, Miss Nord. <laughs> Sinking down and down and down. <laughs> and the concrete will harden. And I, <laughs> I guess I'll have to get myself a new housekeeper. <laughs> Dang, that was good. Hello? Hello? Yes, is this the employment agency? This is Mr. Stewart. Mr. George Stewart. I'm interested in employing a nurse for my child. Someone preferably unattached who can live here with my wife and myself. No, 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 just send me their names, addresses, and references, and so on. 
and I'll send you a check for the services. My address is 424 East 7th. Yes, yes, just their names and addresses. Yes, yes, I'll send you a check. Goodbye. Yes, yes, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. This is, this is multitasking. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> yes. Yes, what is it? Is Mr. Stewart in? Ah, yes, 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 indeed. Won't you come in? I'm Mr. Stewart. Thank you. You're answering in regard to... Secretarial position. You wrote me a letter. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Won't you step in here, please? Thank you. Now, you'll sit here, and I'll sit here, and we'll get better acquainted. Put your suitcase any place. Now then, I'm afraid I didn't quite get your name. Ray. Betty Ray. You wrote me? Oh, yes, of course. I remembered you distinctly. Now then, you're from, um... Grayston. I hope that everything is the way you said it would be in your letter, Mr. Stewart. Eh? I mean... I hope you haven't changed your mind about me. Oh, not at all, not at all. I'm in definite need of a good secretary. My philanthropies, you know, uh, and you're unquestionably just the person to take matters in hand. Yes, indeed. I'm glad to hear that. Now then, you have my letter to you? Uh, just sort of to refresh my memory on circumstances. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't bring it with me. Oh, well... Then suppose you tell me a little about yourself and, and all that's happened. Mother and father see you off to the train, I suppose. Oh, no, sir. It's the way I wrote you, Mr. Stewart. I'm quite alone. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm sure you'll find everything here quite to your satisfaction. Restful, quiet. I have quite a place here, you know. I'll show you around in a few moments. That'll be very interesting. Ah, uh, yes. But first, there's the matter of the surety bond. I wrote you about that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Ah, yes. I felt quite certain of that. You understand, of course, that this money will be returned to you by the bank at the time you wish to leave my employment. Fair is fair. That's what I always say. Yes, indeed. Mr. Stewart, I was wondering. Yes? Have you had many secretaries? Why do you ask that? I want to know. But why do you ask that question? And what happens to them after you hire them? Tell me what happens to them! Young woman, who are you? My name is Betty Malone. Malone? Betty Malone. My sister Ella came here a month ago about a job, and I want to know where she is. You hear me? I want to know where she is. I don't think I quite know what you're talking about. Why do you lie to me? Why do you lie to me? She was here. She was. Now then, what makes you so sure? A letter. You wrote her. The first one. I waited a whole month, and then I came home, and as soon as I saw you, I thought something was wrong. And I know there is. My sister Ella, where is she? You've got to tell me. What if I tell you again that I don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> I'll go to the police. They'll make you tell the truth. I know she came here. I know she did. 
Why do you laugh? Because you're being very foolish, young lady. Very foolish. There is no need to get excited. Of course your sister's here. Very happy, too. She's... she's here? Yes, yes, and very happy, too. Then take me to her. Oh, please, take me to her. All right, all right. No need to get excited. Of course I'll take you to her. <laughs> I intended to take you all along. Just having a little joke with you. Is she all right? Is she? Oh, of course, of course. Now then, come right along with me. Come right along with me. Yes, yes, she's right up here. Been with me for over a month. Why didn't she write? Why didn't she tell me? Now then, write down this hall and you can ask her that yourself. This isn't a trick, is it? My dear young lady, you have easily the most suspicious mind of anyone I've ever met. I'm quite a helpless old man. You always have recourse, as you put it, to the police. Here we are, right in this room. What? What's she doing in here? It's her room. She's slightly indisposed. Go right in. All right. It's locked. Well, knock on the door. She'll open it for you. Ella, it's Betty. Let me in, darling. It's Betty. Must be asleep. Ella, please. It's Betty. Your sister, Betty. Well, now, certainly is a tight sleeper. But she can't be sleeping. Open the door. Please, open the door. All right, all right. No need to get excited. Russell key, Russell key. <laughs> Got the key right here. Quickly, open the door, quickly. Now, now, don't excite yourself needlessly. There we are, go ahead. You open the door. Ella, it's Betty. Ella, what? Now then, my <gasps> dear Betty, we understand each other clearly, don't we? Ella, dead. Nothing like a complete understanding, is there? Ella, dead. Oh, it wasn't so difficult. I shut the door, sealed it, <laughs> and nature took care of the rest. Mother in heaven. <laughs> Mother in heaven. Elvis? No. <laughs> But she died quite easily, much easier than others. Why? You mean, why do I do it? It's very simple explanation, young woman. This is my business. Business? Yes, yes, my business. Some men make their fortune in stocks, and some in bonds, and some in business. And this is my business. Why? 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 Why is any business conducted? Profit, my dear, and I've made quite a neat little profit. Oh, yes, and a very safe one, too. <laughs> Ella, my sweet... Yes, and you're the very first to come wandering around looking for one of my <laughs> customers. The first, and I assure you, the last. Yes, 30 women have come in my front door. Ella... Thirty-one, including you and Ella. Come along. I'll tell you all about them. You will find it most instructive, yes, indeed. 
Don't hold my arm. But I must. These corridors, they twist and turn. Yes, it's best I hold your arm. Get lost easily around this house, my most interesting house. Where are you taking me? Yes, there were 30 before you. <laughs> most interesting array. I used to read the want ads in small town papers and that I'd write letters. Oh, most interesting letters. I needed a secretary or a housekeeper or a nurse. Excellent salary. <laughs> Unusual accommodations. Somehow, Ella, I knew this had happened. Yes, indeed. And they brought all their worldly belongings with them, generally in a suitcase. A little here, and a little there, and I assure you it has been most profitable. Now, in this room, for example... No! No! Don't open that door! No, perhaps it would be better not to. The one in here came to be my housekeeper. Let me see, how long ago was it? Well, no matter. She came as a housekeeper, and after she went into, um, retirement in that room, I found in her suitcase such interesting bonds. I tell you, my eyes fairly popped out from my head. Ah, uh, yes, it's the uncertainty that makes my business so fascinating. You killed 30 women? Now let's go down a little way. Now down here. Ah, don't make me pull you along. You killed 30 women? Oh, it wasn't difficult. Most women are such fools, anxious to believe what they want to believe. They came here for life, and you gave them death. Ah, you're a smart one. That's why I'm even bothering showing you my work. I never did the others. And showing you around won't do harm. You won't be talking long. A thing like you. And 30 women died. Shut up now, this room. Oh, let me open it and show you. <laughs> no, no, don't make me look. You see, there's no reason for excitement. An empty room. That's what she thought when she went in here, and then I press this button like so. <laughs> and the trapdoor flopped open as she stood on it, and down she went, down, 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 and guess into what? A pit of lime. <laughs> A thing like you, alive. Ah, yes, I tried out so many different ways of killing them. You wonder why they'll never find me out? I'll tell you why. Because I'm much too smart for all of them. Because I figured everything out in order. Logically, oh, not perfect crimes. Oh, nothing infantile. But just cleverness in choosing the woman I do business with, and an equal cleverness in doing away with them. Oh, yes, indeed. You. And my dearest Ella. Ella, Dead? Ella, Ella. What does she matter? Just another. You've got to listen to me. No one else has ever known it, never whispered it before, and never again. Why speak of Ella when I'm telling you about my cleverness? It isn't right for you to live. You're not the judge of living and dying in this place. I am. Now then, what I was telling you, oh yes, why they'll never get to me. My business will go on and on until I have more money than, um, no matter what. I want to tell you how I did it. Ella, somehow, seeing you like that, it's done things to my head. No corpus delicti, and if there is one, no evidence of violence. There's that secret. Were you very frightened, sister? A barrel of quicklime? There's no corpus delicti after that, I tell you. 
and not when you bury them in a slab of concrete. Oh yes, that's the secret. If I could only have been with you, little sister. And now this room. Let me show it to you. I think this will be your room, my dear. So very frightened. You see the door? Um, airtight. Airtight. Yes, indeed. I'll open it. The room. Amazing sight, isn't it? No doors. No windows. But then there's quite a scarcity of windows in my house. Or haven't you noticed that? If I could have helped you, Ella... Ah, but this is a clever room. I'll shut you up inside it, and then I'll close the door, and I'll press this button here like this. You hear that, little one? You hear that? Pumping, 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 and guess what it's pumping. Oh, Ella, Ella, my head. Air! You hear me pumping the air out of the room. How the fuck did he do that? Yes, that's clever, isn't it? You breathe, and soon there'll be nothing there to breathe, and then you'll die. And if the police do find your body, no mark of violence, nothing but asphyxiation. A most mysterious death, they'll say, and in time they'll decide it's all quite natural. Embolism? Heart attack? Oh, they'll think of a fancy name to clear their files. Yes, indeed, they always do. It isn't right for him to live, is it, Ella? Now first, off with the pump. And now, my dear, I think you'd better step inside and quickly now, so I can close the door and go about my other work. Quickly, I tell you. No! Wait. Wait for what? I want to give you something. What can you give me that doesn't already belong to me already? This! Gun? <laughs> Sorry. Gun! Gun! Get in there! In the room! Gun, you had a gun in your purse the whole time! My father's. I brought it for the man who... Ella, get in that room! No! No! What? What? Get in there, or I'll press the trigger. Get in, I'll kill you! I'll... No, no, don't shoot! I'm an old harmless man. I was I was only fooling. I wouldn't hurt you. I I Revenge. Uh. It's right to revenge, uh. isn't it, Ella? Uh. Uh. He said to press the button, Ella. Uh. No. The pump is running, Ella. Let me out! Listen to it. It's killing him the way he kills you. It's right to Let revenge, isn't it, little sister? Right to revenge. Right to revenge. Right to revenge. Right to revenge. Right! There. It's going out. Shut off that motor out there. You hear me? Shut off that motor. It's pumping out the air. Pumping it out. The pipe. They're going out. I can't reach the pipe. Shut it off. You devil out there. Shut it off. It'll kill me. Kill me. Shut it off. I'll give you anything. Anything you want. Shut off that pump. I can't die. I won't die. I'll tear down the walls. 
Let me out! Oh, oh Matt's got to have air! Let me out! Let me out! My ears can't hear! Drums break! Blood in my mouth! My eyes! No air! Bleeding! Air! Give me air! A breath of air! Ah! Air! Give me air! Revenge, 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 revenge. You listen to her, Captain? Revenge, revenge, over and over again. Such a young and pretty girl. What could have made her crazy like that? What, I ask you? Scene. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. I love that. <laughs> the Foley stuff was amazing. <laughs> and you did a really good job. Thank yeah, you. you did, yeah. yeah, you did awesome, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! That turned out a lot better than I... Uh... I hope so. Yeah. Heather is a, a master multitasker, that's for sure. Very and talented. we are baking <laughs> our asses off in this room, Jesus. Oh, me too. It's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, that was basically all impromptu. Um, Heather, you did most of that fully work. <laughs> right <laughs> like, now, five feet from yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that was... The Murder Castle from Lights Out, 1938. Um, that went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it was a... Sorry. Oh, the way to the microphone. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I know um, hopefully we'll do more of these in the future. They're yeah, a lot of fun. that'd be a lot of fun. That was um, really fun. Thank yeah, you I'd love to. It's a great time. <laughs> Wait until like, was... it's, a, it's a monster <laughs> creature or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, we'll try to dig up some really good ones for, for future episodes. Yeah, we'd love to make this a running series. Um, You know, let us know what you thought about it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, um, baby. So, yeah, I guess we'll have to do socials now because there's really not much to say. There's no conclusion to this episode <laughs> other than we were just having fun. And we hope. They found his And corpse. murder is He's wrong. And duping young yeah, women don't is murder. Wrong. Yeah, You're duping young women's wrong. A vest. Don't need to do that. H.H. Holmes was a very naughty boy. Respect your housekeepers, respect your secretaries, and respect you your nurses. You should build a, a fun house, but not a murdery one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bouncy houses, not torture houses. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Yeah, that's what I always say. I always say it. <laughs> 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 well yeah thank you everybody for joining us for this um very impromptu oh experimental uh, basically improv yeah very experimental and so we'll do socials you can find us on facebook at under the pendulum podcast on instagram at under pendulum podcast on twitter at pendulum underscore pod and you can find all our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, or almost anywhere else you listen to your pods. And I defy any other podcast who admits they don't have their podcast on every fucking platform. 
<laughs> they always say they're like, or anywhere you can find your pot. It's like you don't have it on every one of them. Chris, we're gonna get jumped at Whole Foods again. I warned you about I'm just, this. I'm just, I'm getting mad. I'm just mad. trying to get some coleslaw, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you that under the pendulum podcast, motherfucker? Yeah. No. Stop. No. So, um, do you want me to just read your read? Yeah, your go story? ahead. Okay. You can find Heather on Facebook, searching for Heather Thomas. On Instagram, h.n.thomas. On Twitter, at Heather W. Thomas. Or you can hear her narrations on Creepy, Tales of Terrify, Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. And the Wicked Library. And the Wicked Library. Nice. Where can they find you, Kate? You can find me on Instagram at Frothy Stardog. And that's about it for me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, sorry, uh, you can, I'm gonna fuck it up again. <laughs> Instagram at Christopher Weber 13V, and on Facebook by searching for Christopher Weber and finding a white guy with a beard. This is Denver. That's everybody. Yeah, I know. That's I get. Yeah, they're always like, "You look like this guy," and I'm like, "Yeah, what fucking <laughs> ten thousand guys in the city?" You're you're one of a kind, Chris. You're truly one of a kind. I know. Thank you. I feel like you're it. a snowflake, and <laughs> I love you. And you can find me at Everyday Lie Spawn on all the things on the internet. And then you can find me at Emily Seaboulder SB on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland. Good night. You know, it's it's that <laughs> voice that I fell in love with. Absolutely. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Oh, is that it? I remember I saw it. I remember I saw you screaming at somebody across the bar, and I, and I said she has to be mine. She must be mine. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back with a more proper episode. Uh, we hope you all had fun. Uh, we had a ton of fun, and we'll see you next time. Lights out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn during this brief intermission to a much more everyday situation and a question that's much easier to answer. An angry girl is storming out of her friend's house. And her friend says, What can be wrong with Lucy these days? She crosses a bear and she's losing so much weight she looks terrible. She's just no fun anymore. Well, you know what that well-known nutrition authority says about how improper eating due to wartime living may cause a person to become deficient in vitamin B1 and iron, and how you absolutely need enough of them to keep your right weight and energy. Now, I come to think of it, that was Ruth's trouble when she got so run down. So she took ionized yeast tablets, and you know how grand she looks and feels again now. Yes, friends, any number of people who, due to vitamin B1 and iron shortage, were losing weight, losing strength and energy and interest in life. Tell how ironized yeast tablets help them regain glorious pep and strength and needed pounds. So if you're short vitamin B1 and iron, don't wait. Go to your druggist this very night and say, A bottle of ironized yeast tablets, please. <laughs>